It's time that we stop drinking the entrepreneurial Kool-Aid. Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's episode's going to be a little bit different for you. Um, I recently, as of five minutes ago, wrote a new blog post for my website. And as I was writing it, I just thought to myself, wow, this would also be a really good episode for my podcast. So what I decided to do in all transparency is I'm going to read you the blog post that I just wrote um, as this podcast episode. So you're going to notice that it sounds like I'm reading to you because I am, um, and I'm repurposing the content because I am. But I I think it's an important conversation, and I hope you'll bear with me as you are read to. I'll try to make it as entertaining as possible um, with all the cadence that I can muster. But I do want you to join me in on an important conversation I'm starting around online integrity and leadership in the space. I titled the blog post, No, You Just Can't Do Anything. I'm not sure that's my final title. So if you end up seeing it in print and I change it, don't be surprised. But I do think it's time we all stop drinking the entrepreneurial Kool-Aid about anybody can do anything with, um, you know, as long as they want it bad enough. I just, I don't think that's true. And I'm calling bullshit on it and um, have a listen on the other side and maybe let me know what you think too. Thanks. I have to let you in on a little secret here. The first time someone suggested that I brand myself as a mindset coach, I laughed at them. I told them mindset was a word made up by entrepreneurs to make themselves feel better about why they were stuck and standing still. I continued on to say that it was a stigma-free way of saying that they had low self-esteem. They could protect themselves from admitting their struggles with depression and anxiety and just label everything they were dealing with as a mindset problem. I got pushback on that by colleagues I really respect and I knew I needed to figure it out for myself, so I did. Now I define mindset as the psychology of success, and I think we can apply that word, success, to both our personal and professional lives. I help my clients look at their fears, thinking errors, and limited perspectives. Those are often the things that limit our views and beliefs around what is possible for us, and oftentimes, if we can't see or believe that something's possible, we're unlikely to take any action steps towards getting there. I still struggle with being in the mindset industry because mindset is an overused word that a lot of bullshit hides under. We hear things like work hard now so you can play later. And the entrepreneur space is particularly obsessed with the idea of the word hustle. Everyone is hustling, right? But are they actually getting any work done? And what are they working towards? And do they even know? Then we have the rah-rah cheerleaders in the space who think that anyone can own a business or be an entrepreneur. The concept is so oversimplified and people are misled to believe that it's easy and that anyone can do it. And if you doubt your ability to do it, well then now you just have a mindset problem or you have imposter syndrome. And honestly, it's just all bullshit. It's simply not true that anyone can own a business or be an entrepreneur. And there are some major caveats to the idea that you can start a business doing anything, even though I once saw an ad for someone selling spiritual coaching for horses. Seriously, I wish I was making that up. A mindset coach for horses. Anyway, I digress. 
The entrepreneur space loves to cheerlead, but many are afraid to challenge. They're afraid of what people will think, of going against the grain, of tarnishing the perspective that potential clients might have so they don't say anything when someone is selling something they have no business selling or when someone with no life experience suddenly wants to call themselves a life coach. It's easy to say, not my vibe, not my tribe, and look away. It's not easy for me. It's hard for me to stay quiet because I think part of offering mindset support is leading by example and mentoring and supporting nonsensical business ideas with silence is out of integrity for me. It's giving permission for people with no experience, skill set, or acumen to come in and cheapen what it means to be an entrepreneur. The barrier for entry is so ridiculously low these days, it's non-existent. It's one of the hardest things for me about being an online coach. I get lumped in with every other person with a half-brain or half-assed idea. So what am I getting at with this? I've told people before, you can do anything. You just can't do everything. If you want to be an entrepreneur or a business owner, you have to have a really thick skin. You have to be willing to be first in line for failure. You have to have the skill set and experience to back up whatever it is you're selling and know that if you don't have that experience, you're selling a false bill of goods, you're misleading people, and you're a fraud. Anytime I have this conversation, people think I'm just going after newbies and that I'm trying to throw down the idea that you have to have years and years of experience to put yourself out there with a product or service, and I promise you that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying here is that entrepreneurship, solopreneurship, or business ownership does not mean you get to skip the steps just because you've declared yourself the boss. In corporate, there are ladders to climb, and those ladders exist for a reason. They're there to give people experience and the skill sets necessary to be successful in the next level or position on that ladder. And yeah, I know, I get it. The corporate ladder is a risky move in making this comparison. I know that that too is a flawed and unfair system for so many people. I get that's why people are leaving their nine to five, because that system sucks so badly. However, the idea that you can't just walk in one day and be the boss holds true. There's steps you need to take and things you need to learn in ways of working with and managing people that are integral to leadership or business ownership. You can like something, you can enjoy doing it, and you can still have absolutely no business selling it. I love writing. I happen to think I'm good at it. I like helping people with their branding too. I love coming up with taglines or helping people come up with pitches for their products or services. And every once in a while, I nail it. I hit the jackpot. I nail it out of the park. But that does not, however, make me ready to sell social media marketing to anyone. It doesn't qualify me to be a copywriter. It doesn't give me a free pass to becoming a branding strategist. I would have no business selling anyone these services. However, you know what? Here's the thing. I could get away with it, and I know it. People could hear me spitballing on some idea and say, hey, I love how you talk about and explain things. Could you help me with my copy? And I could say yes, and I would be a fraud. Yes, I write well, but I know nothing about conversions. I don't know what kind of writing converts into sales. I don't know how to track that to do A-B testing. And yeah, I have creative ideas, but I don't hold the whole picture and all of the pieces that come with setting up a product or service for success. I don't know any of those things. 
We don't just get to pick the parts of an industry that we like, that we have fun with, or have random good luck with, and say we're going into business. We have to get our reps in. We have to get that experience in. We have to practice, fail, miss the mark, get back up, learn, and we have to do all the pieces. We can't just pick the pieces we like. We have to know the whole story and the whole system. And people coming into the space who don't do that, that's where they're failing. They're, they're, you know, sort of cherry picking the parts they like that they think they can get away with and they're leaving the rest. Why do I even care about this, right? Why does it bother me when someone starts selling copywriting if they have no business copywriting or if someone calls themselves a breakup coach after surviving a single breakup? Because I know better. I know enough not to buy services from half-assed professionals, but you want to know who doesn't? Other newbies. People so desperate for a new start that they'll pay whatever they need to pay if they think it'll get to their destination faster. When we sell these half-assed products or services that we have no business selling, we're taking advantage of weaker people who are too new to know the questions to ask. That's why I have a problem with this. I don't write this or say this to change the minds of the people who want to skip the steps to take the easy path or make the easy buck. That's not who I'm talking to. They're not going to be in the choir I'm preaching to. And I know that. Those people exist in every arena. I'm picking this fight to protect the people who need help, guidance, and mentorship to choose what's right for them and to avoid throwing away hard-earned investment money out the window. I also do this for people who are new, looking to get better and need help managing fears and imposter syndrome. The easiest way to battle those things is to not rush the process. I want to protect you from choosing the same fast path, selling a half-assed service just to get there faster. When you're desperate, it can feel like that's exactly what you want. However, if you start trying to put yourself out there as a provider for something you know nothing about, the natural consequences is that you're going to feel like you're an imposter. You will fear that someone will question you, call you out, and take you down, and you will be right to be afraid of those things. And if you're doing that, that's exactly what should happen. You should be called out. There's no easy path to business ownership or entrepreneur, friends. You can't skip steps. You have to do the work. And if you choose not to, you get to make that choice. But I also get to call you out on it. And I will. There you have it, friends. My first blog entry turned into a podcast episode. I'm not sure how it worked for you, and honestly, I'm not even sure how it worked for me. Once I had decided I wanted to make it a podcast episode, I tried outlining and bulleting the points and then just spitballing on it as a podcast episode, and it just it wasn't working. My, my speech and my cadence uh, were completely off the mark, and it was becoming a really crappy episode, and this is something I really care about. So I thought if I wanted to do it right, that was the best way to set it up for success was to simply read to you my thoughts in the way that I had wanted people to hear them and understand them. 
It's an important topic for me around online integrity and what the space is becoming. And I know that it's easy for people to think of me as starting a rant or going on a rant. I think I even told a friend when I was about to do this that I'm about to go on a rant right now. And that's disrespecting my message to call it a rant. And I'm not going to call it a rant. Um, rants are just venting. Rants are people who need to release tension to make themselves feel better. I am on a mission to be a better leader for people in this space who are dying for leadership, who are sick and tired of the noise, of the chatter, of the oversimplification of what it means to be a business owner or an entrepreneur. I, I feel like if I'm going to help you get right with your minds, if I'm going to help you get right with the path you've chosen for yourself and get yourself set up for success, I have to be honest about what works and what doesn't. And I can't just cheerlead the things I like and ignore the things I don't. I want to be a leader and a mentor for all of you. I want to be somebody who sets an example for how it ought to be done. And I want to be able to speak the hard truths and have the hard conversations. I don't know what you're going to take away from this. I hope what you hear and I hope what you think about is who are you going to be in this space and whatever space. Some of you are going to build businesses in the brick and mortar space. Some of you are going to be building online businesses. I have listeners who have no dreams of planning a business, but you have to decide on what side of the line you're going to fall on. It is always going to be easy to take the cheap seats the easy path, and the get-out-of-jail-free card. But sometimes it's better, more valuable, and more productive to take the long way, to get the reps in, to do it honestly and with integrity. I just, I just think you need to think about this and think about where you land. And I want to challenge you on this idea of silence because we avoid conflicts and we avoid these hard conversations in the online space and in the industry because we don't want to be seen as supportive. Particularly women are challenged around the ideas when these come up of bringing other women down. And I'm certainly not into bringing women down, but a woman who's running a half-assed business that she has no business running, yeah, that's my job to call that out, but I would do the same with a man. Who are you going to be? What side of the line are you going to fall on? Because this space is getting noisy, friends, and you're going to be forced to decide. I hope this conversation is valuable to you. Continue to let me know what you think. Send me an email over at heather at choose to have it all.com. And if you want to have a conversation with me, join the Facebook group, choose to have it all. You can find me there. I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Thanks so much. Bye for now.